Hello, beautiful soul. Here is a clip from a recent live event that I did in New York City. Enjoy. People say to me, you know, I've, I've, I come from really traumatized, really traumatizing background. Are we able, ever able to really heal completely where that trauma, there's no memory of it, it no longer affects me, I'm completely over it. And sometimes the truth is a little bit more complex. So have any of you heard of uh, Dr. Edith Eager? Have any of you read her book? Her books, actually, they have. She has two now. So, Dr. Edith Eager is a, a Auschwitz survivor. She's 90, 90. I don't even know, but well into her 90s now, and she just suffered horrors um, in Auschwitz. She was called the Auschwitz dancer because she was a she was a ballerina, and so the Nazis made her perform for them um, in the concentration camps. So, she's got a beautiful book called The Choice, um, and another one called The Gift. And one of the things that just really struck me was when I started reading, I think it was the choice, when I started reading that book, she said that, and she, mind you, she's a, a world-renowned psychotherapist. She's, she's just, you know, she is an expert in trauma healing. And she started off the book by saying, you know, when, to this day when I'm walking down the street and I hear the siren of an ambulance or a fire truck, my whole body starts to shudder. And she's, right, like you would look at her and you would say, you know, world-renowned uh, expert in trauma, and she still goes into this physical, physical uh, response just hearing a siren. It reminds her of, of that. So the complexity of healing trauma is that in some respects, there may always be a trigger in your body that when you're exposed to certain situations or something that reminds you, like with her, an ambulance reminded her of war, as soon as the body is exposed to that trigger, you may go into a little bit of a reaction or, a tr or, or just the body reacts. The good news is that you can heal on so many levels to the point where, for example, Dr. Edith Eager is just having this beautiful, wonderful, gifted, amazing life. And so if she walks down the street every once in a while and she hears a siren and her body's triggered, she can regulate immediately and she can clear that immediately. So you see what I'm saying about the complexity of it? A lot of times people think that healing means I am never ever going to remember what happened to me and I'm never gonna be triggered and life's gonna be perfect. And it's, that's not the way that healing trauma it happens. Okay. So we, we just have to remember that, that we keep clearing when we're triggered we keep clearing the trigger. We keep working with the trigger. Who's heard, who's heard my favorite mantra that triggers are, triggers are your best friends, right? <laughs> triggers are your best friends. If I am triggered, have I healed? No, because no, if, I, if I were healed, I wouldn't have a trigger in the first place. So with your situation, there's a lot of complex things going on. But when I read it, I could feel that there's a certain energy of obligation. And this is another topic that I want to get into. Okay, this is really problematic for a lot of light workers that are on this planet, which are all of you that are in the room. Okay, because all of the all of the people in our community are light workers. Okay, light workers choose to come into complicated family lines because they have such powerful energy systems that they know that they're going to embed themselves in those really heavy things, 
and eventually they're going to come out to it from it they're going to wake up and they're going to explode their energy field and they're going to clear lines and lines and lines ancestral lines lineage they're going to clear generation after generation after generation of trauma because they're so powerful and so this is always important to remember is that you're going to incarnate in those complicated uh, family lines. Not everybody has. Not all light workers have have uh, have incarnated in problematic family lines. But well, I mean, let's have a vote here. Who comes from childhood trauma or some kind of painful uh, family stuff that happened to them when? <laughs> so we have quite <laughs> quite a few people. Okay, so so. With a show of hands, you can see that still to this day, the majority of light workers, it's changing. It's changing. I have a couple of beautiful friends here who have little girls, and, and they can attest to this that the souls that are coming in now, they're not putting up with no shit. It's not happening. It's not happening. We used to, when we were born before, we used to accept the templating of society. And that was just a part of the way the energy was going on the planet. But there's been a massive acceleration in energy. And the souls that are coming in now are coming in to break this shit down. All of it. And so when you try to format that child and you say, you sit there and you... They're like, excuse me? No. I'm not sitting here. Not, no. I'm not doing that. And so, so this just to say that this is changing a lot. But for the majority of us here... We were still in that energy of choosing to incarnate in complicated family lines that are many times not our soul family. This is important, really important, because we come into sometimes very complicated family lines where the family lines are not part of our soul family. We come to serve in service of that lineage for reasons that are very complex and we can't find out the reasons for everybody. But the point is that you incarnate in those complicated family lines and then you accept the templating that's been put onto us by very tribalistic societies that family is everything, blood is everything, and we still live with these. Well, guess what? Family and blood are not everything. If you have been traumatized, I, I've had so many people, you know, and this happened to me too, I've had many people who come to me in agony because they were, for example, abu sexually abused by parents, and they thought in their mind that they had to keep that parent in their lives. And it, can you imagine how torturous that is? If you're sexually abused by a parent, and then society tells you, you, no, you can't stop talking to that person. You're a horrible child. Well, excuse me? No. No, no, no. And so that, this is part of the changing of energy here. And this is to remind you that you have your soul family and you have your biological family. And they are not always the same. And part of our strength is to realize that I do not, I shed the templates, I shed any belief, I shed any program that's been put on top of me that forces me to be in a situation that is painful to me. I remove that. I don't care if that person is my mother. I don't care if that person is my father. If I have been violated in a way, and part of my healing, this is for you too and for everyone here, part of my healing means that that person is going to be removed from my life, there is no judgment. No judgment. For some people, the trauma isn't as severe as, for example, sexual abuse. 
for, for some, it's not as severe, and so they're able to um, they're able to kind of do their own work, and when they do their own work, the triggers are gone because they've done the work. So the parent or the grandmother or the grandfather, they can keep doing the th same things they were doing before, but I'm healed. I'm not triggered anymore. So what you're doing over there doesn't affect me anymore. And so you can stay in my life with some boundaries. I'll check up on you every once in a while. That's my boundary. That's my, that's my commitment. I'm going to check up on you every once in a while, but that's the extent of my connection to you. For other people, it's, you are removed from my life. Thank you for the contract I had with you. Thank you, because the contract that I had with you made me, in, in certain extent, the person that I am today. Thank you, but I, I release you, and I release myself from this contract. You will no longer harm me. Okay, And so for you, it's important to discern what it's going to be and what healing means for you. So when I feel your energy right now, there's still healing work, and it's okay. It's okay. Maybe you're not at a point right now where you can even make the decision on whether these family members or this family member remains in your life because you got a lot of stuff going on, right? Like there's still a part of you that's really wounded that says, you know, like how can my mother have let this happen or how, how, can, how can this have happened? You see, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of wounding in that. And that's okay, so you just, you work at it nice and slow with no self-judgment, with a lot of gentleness, so much gentleness. There's, there's a, a still really, really dominant in personal development and spirituality circles. There's the idea that you have to work really hard to heal. You gotta work really hard to heal. And, and it's, it's part of our, our conditioning still. We're very masculine dominant in our energy. And so in order to heal the masculine energy in us that we've all been templated with, whether we're men or women, we all have masculine energy, the masculine energy wants to continue to take charge. And especially here in the US, very, very masculine energy, hustle generated, um, uh, oriented society, very masculine action oriented. But when it comes to healing, you've probably, if you've, if, if you've been watching my videos, you've, you've heard the, the trajectory of the videos that healing is the capacity of feminine energy. It's the capacity of feminine energy. And what's interesting to you is, for you and for a lot of people in this room, and this was true for me too, when I healed my relationship with my feminine energy, it started to kind of, it was kind of like a domino effect. So when I healed the relationship, I had the same conversation. I was molested when I was a child, and my father uh, passed away. So when I remembered what had happened to me, it was my mother that I went to, and I told her. And there was a part of me that was working through that, like, what the hell, like, how can, and then my mom came to me, and she was like, you know, I'm really struggling because I didn't know any of this was happening. And so we had all of these really difficult conversations, but I had to work through the fact that that little girl in me was still really angry that I hadn't been protected by my parents, okay? And so I had to work through that. And especially, especially with that mother figure, with that nurturing mother, because a lot of people think that the protector is only masculine, it's not. I don't think, it, you, you just try and, and try and hurt a woman's child <laughs> to see if it's just masculine that's the protector. It's not. It's not. So there's a different protection in feminine energy. And that feminine energy is key for healing. 
So when you heal that, and I'm not saying you heal the relationship with your mother. When I, when I speak, let's clarify something. Healing doesn't mean that everything is roses and I'm gonna have a wonderful relationship with my mother after I finish healing. You get that, right? Yeah. Healing can mean I release you and I release this connection. Okay? I comprehend, I comprehend Good. that. Yeah. So when the healing goes into mother energy, mm -hmm. the rest is gonna be easy. This is also very, very uh, embedded in us uh, from a cultural perspective and, and society, really, and collective. Um, and one of the wounds of the feminine energy, actually. And it's the feminine energy, it's that mother wound that's so wounded and weakened by so much repression of the feminine energy for so many thousands of years that she gets to a point where um, she picks the uh, masculine figure over her own children. And this has happened to so many people where they finally work up the courage to tell their mother that this happened to them and the mother will still choose, the usually with a partner, for example. So many clients that I've worked with where the, the partner had abused uh, the child and the child told the mom and the mom did not believe the child and picked the partner. This is very, very common still. And this is a very deep wound of the feminine that has to be healed. And it's a wound of that, of that repression that the masculine is the priority and not my own child even. That's how deep this is, very, very deep, okay? So for you, when you said, as soon as you said, I'm gonna move to Florida, I'm never gonna see this person again, the only thing that, that I'd like you to receive is that when you move to Florida, don't move to Florida with any running away energy. So when you move to Florida, set, it's, it's even good to set an intention and you say for, for um, I'm, I'm here now, this is where I'm here now, and I will take every opportunity to heal and open up so that when I move to Florida, I'm not running away from this situation, I'm moving toward something else. Do you okay. see the difference? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm running away from something, I live in a resonance-based universe, Whatever I'm running away from will chase me and I'm gonna find something in Florida. I'm gonna get into trouble in Florida with something, right? So I'm gonna resolve, I'm gonna take this opportunity, I'm going to drop resistance. That's really important for you. I will drop resistance to where I am right now. Can you feel that? So, I'm not gonna fight that I hate where I'm right now. Can you feel that? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stand on my own two feet. Mm -hmm. This is where I am. If I don't accept where I am now, I can't move from any, to any, in any direction because it's very precarious. When, I, when I'm in a state of resistance, I'm wobbling energetically. I can't step with confidence in any direction because I'm wobbling. I have to find firm ground energetically. How do I find firm ground? I must accept the present as it is, or I can't change it. I can only change it from a position of groundedness. So, so find your ground energetically. This is where I am right now. I will take every opportunity right now to move towards this healing and, and I'm not giving you specific things on what that healing looks like because you have to open up that energy 
and the feminine will tell you. The feminine is a feeler energy. It's very deep in your body. When I work with feminine in retreats, we, we do night ceremonies in our retreats, and a lot of the feminine work is getting the person to go down, down, down to their belly area. We work with feminine energy in the belly. So if you, when you're ever working with feminine energy on your own, focus your intention down on the belly. Even put your hands down on your belly. The lower you go in your chakra system, the more you connect with feminine. It's a very primordial, old, deep energy. Okay? Thank you.